We have the great Brian Kilmeade on the line, a man who is uh, tearing it up on television, is one of the most listened to nationally syndicated radio talk show hosts in the country, doing a great job as the host of uh, One Nation with uh, Brian Kilmeade, uh, One America, and uh, he is just uh, a New York Times bestselling author, writes a great deal about history. Brian, it is great to talk with you again. Have you been? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for that great introduction. Just crazy. One of these crazy weeks. I mean, what, do you, what are we going to say about this? One trial after the next. We have the, the, on the cusp of an, uh, the first debate. We don't know if the front runner is actually going to show up. We know he's got to turn himself in. A lot of drama. <laughs> so let's talk about that first, since uh, that is going to be on Fox less than a week from today. You have the issue of the the, the leading candidate. They still don't know if he's going to show up, and the RNC is making people so, want to sign this sign this loyalty pledge, which apparently Trump doesn't want to sign. Christie doesn't seem eager to sign it. Where are we going? Give me a preview of how you see Wednesday night's debate playing out on Fox. Well, I think Christie will sign it. Uh, you know, he always has this caveat. He goes, "Well, Trump will sign it, but he doesn't mean it." Uh, and Trump says about four people I would not support. Um, I, I sense that if he wants to do it, he'll sign it because I don't think Ronna McDaniel can back off at this point. Uh, so I, I think that he's, uh, you know, Trump will sign it. I think the drama that I only authored this, I'm, I'm just speculating. So I'm not saying that it's been validated, but. Trump's still going to get the narrative back. He knows it's not going to look good to be fingerprinted, mugshotted. They're bringing, making these guys go to a prison to turn themselves in. The 19, this this lunatic prosecutor running for re-election, doing photo shoots, wants it the day be, wants the trial the day before Super Tuesday. Yeah, racketeering, 19 people, all in coordination. We'll get ready in six months. Sounds fantastic. Uh, while there's other uh, three other major cases going on, not going to happen. Just goes to show you, she's planning it before Super Tuesday. This is all about the election. Maybe he says, you know, this is humiliating. This is bad. You know, they're going to watch me go in. You're going to see the mugshot. Well, how do I get rid of that? I go and show up at the debate. I don't announce it. I just show up. They have to put a podium in at the last minute. And then his opponents, instead of saying this guy's got too many court cases, he knows the public sentiment, the Republican side, the people that uh, are going to vote Republican are going to be sympathetic. Many people feel is. Uh, being overcharged, being pure politics, and the numbers and the stats say it, I could think that drama might work for him. What do you think? I could absolutely see it. I could also see a situation where he turns himself in to the Fulton County DA to take attention away from the debate. I mean, if he turns himself in at, uh, at you know, at, at 4.30 in the afternoon, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if he can go a little later. But um, and then the debate takes place in prime time. I have to think, aside from Fox, the bulk of the rest of the coverage is all going to be focused on him and his mugshot. And we've already seen that that doesn't seem to be having any sort of a deleterious effect on him in the Republican primary polls. Yeah, I I don't know if he has the anger towards Fox that he had in 2016, a month ago. Uh, I see. Or even a month ago, two months ago, I, I really feel, this is my opinion, uh, and I haven't talked to them directly. I'll see him at the debate. I'll be covering the debate in Milwaukee. Uh, I hear it went well when they went out to New Jersey. I don't think Trump is that suicidal to say, let me keep Fox on the outside and make the Fox seem like the bad guy. Really? 
All our ratings uh, are as strong as ever. Leading up to this debate, we're going to get 25, 30 million people watching. Um, a lot of them are Trump supporters. Why create friction when you don't need to, when you got four major cases and you got all these uh, cantankerous legal experts coming after you? Do you really want to alienate Fox, where you've been, you have a history dating back to almost the day we started? coming on i mean from everybody he knows he could walk in the green room and he could walk in the makeup room he could walk into the newsroom i still think he know 50 percent of the people so i'm not think i'm not thinking that he wants to hurt fox on wednesday i think he wants to help himself do you think people still watch if it's a if it's a trumpless debate oh yeah i don't think there's any doubt about it. i mean would it be as many no uh because that's just who trump is i mean if you look at cnn I just did an experiment the other day, and I just said, how far can they go without doing a Trump segment? They do one Hawaiian segment, and then they go back to Trump every hour. It's the Trump legal cases, uh, Trump's uh, last presidency, uh, Trump and Biden. You know, They don't talk about the president of the United States. They don't talk about a guy that didn't even acknowledge this devastating fire that wiped out the whole island. He said no comment. He's trumpeting Bidenomics, then laughing that he mislabeled it on purpose and told you it's all about green energy. When when we were told, when we said this is not the Inflation Reduction Act, we were mocking him. Really? A year later, he's like, yeah, I totally duped you. I mean, this guy making up lies about seeing a bridge fall, making up lies about uh, when he was born, his father, his grandfather died the same day in the same hospital. It never happened. That dumb conductor story he goes back to. I mean, what they do is they go back to Trump. So he he's they they're living off him, where I don't think our network lives off Trump. I, I really don't. If you look, just just do an experiment. Look at an hour, and there's a lot of intrigue out there. Vivek Ramaswamy's a great story. Uh, Ron DeSantis, can he can he can he get his can he get his feet uh, underneath him? Uh, Tim Scott's got the most money. He's like surging the most outside Trump. So is he gonna is he gonna make something happen there? So I think the rain's gonna be big. Uh, they'd be a lot bigger with Trump. But Trump, it's going to be interesting because you're not going to benefit just ripping Trump. I mean, Mike Pence coming after Trump, even though he says, listen, the Russia thing was a hoax. We're very proud of the border. We're proud of our foreign policy, proud not to be in foreign wars. And where the rubber hits the road is uh, they tried to hang him. Okay, that's that tends to be uh, way on you. Uh, And maybe you have some bitterness. If uh, maybe Sid tried to do that, I like Sid, but he did try to rally a crowd to hang me. So you might say I like Sid up until that moment. But if Chris Christie uh, is going to rail the whole time on Trump, I don't think that's going to work for him. So therefore, if he's there, I don't think he's going to get hammered. If he doesn't show up, I don't think they're going to hammer him because the people that they want to win over like the front runner. So it's going to be fascinating. It will indeed. Uh, you mentioned the Georgia indictment. Uh, a very interesting case, very different from, in some respects, the other three indictments that we've seen thus far. It's uh, similar in terms of uh, in terms of the crimes or purported crimes committed to the most recent federal indictment, but it's different in that this case would be televised. Also different in that uh, if this stay if this case stays in the state court rather than the federal court, 
this would be the the one case where, accepting uh, the New York case, which I think most legal observers don't give a lot of uh, credibility to, this would be the one case where Trump is not able to pardon himself if he is elected or just to have his Department of Justice pull the plug on any prosecution. Some people, even conservatives like uh, Andrew McCarthy, have said this this case could present the most peril to Trump. What's your view on this case, the political and the legal implications for Trump? Well, I, I go back to Dan Abrams last week. He, you know, he's hardly a right-wing firebrand, said this is overlaps Jack Smith's case. There's no reason for this. In fact, it, it gums up the works. And then I read Mark Levin's great legal mind said, don't let anybody tell you that you can't pardon this George, you can't pardon yourself if you're Donald Trump, you win the presidency, and you can't pardon yourself in the state case. So uh, also, I think that you have 19 people there conspiring to do what? Get get electors in and overturn an election. There's another side there. Jonathan Charlie's like, there's a strong defense. I listened to Julian Epstein yesterday. I was in Washington, D.C., and I interviewed Julian Epstein. He is a Democratic attorney. Uh, he worked for the Judiciary Committee. He's a senior counsel, and he said, there's a lot of problems with this case, and I'm a Democrat, and I just think this is way overcharged, and this is all politics, and I'm, I was flabbergasted. And he said these Republicans that are celebrating, excuse me, Democrats that are celebrating are way over their skis. So I think each case has a challenge, and he says, you know, the documents case has a big challenge, and it's going to be complicated. And he said, how can you honestly say you can bring these trials forward and not interfere with the election? And this woman comes out and has it the day before Super Tuesday. So that is pure politics, too. Mark Meadows has already made a maneuver. Let's make this into federal court. Five others have have other legal challenges. So when's this case going to come, Frank? Frank, in November, October 31st? Right. Is that what I mean? And you're going to say it's still not affecting the election? So I I know this. I mean, no one knows exactly how this is going to play out. Jack Smith seems way uh, overcharging everything. His aggression is insane. The president's looking at 700 years in prison, a 100 charges. How could some people actually say that 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 this is not political? I mean, you got Rex Ewerman sitting in prison, a possible serial killer who has a better chance, who has been charged less than Donald Trump. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Let me ask you about the other legal issue that has captivated the political world, the elevation of Mr. Weiss, the Delaware U.S. attorney, as the special counsel in uh, the Biden case. This is uh, having a lot of people scratch their heads saying uh, you have a person who whistleblower after whistleblower has said uh, gave somewhat favorable treatment to Hunter Biden, putting it mildly, and now you're elevating this person to special counsel 
without necessarily an explanation from him as to why he needed the powers of a special counsel or uh, an explanation from Merrick Garland as to who said that a special counsel was not needed and that Weiss had all the authority that he needed over the course of the last 10 months. No explanation from him as to why that has changed and why that's no longer the case. Where do you think this whole situation with the Hunter Biden investigation goes? And do the Republicans risk overplaying their hands at some point on this one? Well, I don't think so, uh, because this is a fight between Democrats. I mean, David Weiss, I don't know if he's a Republican or not, but the way I understand it, and I had to get educated on this, even if you're a Republican president, if you go to, into a blue state, you say, hey, guys, who's your who's your who's your uh, your nominee for a prosecuting attorney? You know, who's the guy you want forward or woman? And they put him forward. So they don't know anything about him. Trump doesn't know anything about this guy. You know, William Barr doesn't know anything about him. But he said, you know, David Weiss, OK, uh, take this case. And they did enough to background check to leave it in his hands. So David Weiss is now fighting with the attorneys for Hunter Biden who said that, you know, David Weiss blew up the plea deal. And he said, no, no, the reason why there's no plea deal is solely on you. All right, so I don't know what the Republicans are doing. Then you have two whistleblowers who never, neither one said they are a Republican, who came out and said, David Weiss said, you know, I'd like to get a special prosecutor. I got rejected, and I'd want to bring this to Los Angeles and D.C. Both uh, attorneys wouldn't take it. So then Weiss denies it, but it turns out, then Merrick Garland, two weeks later, says, you got special prosecutor status. So which makes me think the whistleblowers were 100% right when they took contemporaneous notes and said that's exactly what he wanted. I don't know what Republicans are doing wrong there. So now he's going to legitimately try a case. And all i got to ask you is, I have very little interest in the gun charge, even though he deserves to pay for that because his dad is such a crazy gun guy. Uh, and, you know, you broke the law, you broke the law. But I have very little interest in that. Uh, uh, the tax charge, it just goes to show you how ridiculous it is. You, I don't know if you guys have done your taxes or people listening to us have done their taxes. If you do a speech, let's say, and they, they give you X amount of dollars, uh, you got to pay 40% of that right away. And then you got to you got to go ahead and chronicle the travel. you gotta you got to itemize all this stuff. And if they have one thing, uh, they're, they're going to hit you. So if you have any side money, if you drive an Uber or things like that, you know, if you have money that comes to you in bulk, you got to write that check immediately or else you're going to get screwed. This guy went years without doing anything while making millions of dollars, and his fine is $100,000? Are you kidding? That's crazy. But the bigger story is his foreign investment. What were you doing? Where is the money now? Whose account is it in? You need every nickel, let alone every million dollars. So they're up to $20 million known. Now, next week you'll see it. It's going through legal. I interviewed Shokin who's the one that Joe Biden bragged about firing, that was looking into Burisma, knew all about Devin Archer and Hunter Biden, was looking into their roles on that energy company, which was, they say, was the definition of corruption. And they fire him and say he was corrupt. He said, no, no, I was called out of retirement by Pershenko, the predecessor to Zelensky, to do him a favor. And they fired me because I was getting too close to his son. You're going to see this interview next week. No one's interviewed him. Uh, he says he's living a humble life, living off... His Social Security, his version of Social Security in Ukraine right now, watching the war rage around him, uh, what he says is very significant. So I, do I think Republicans going too far? No, I think this is about Joe Biden. And I think Republicans uh, saw the president ham-handedly use Rudy Giuliani uh, to create havoc uh, uh, in Ukraine and get the president in trouble. I thought he was totally responsible for that. But he was on to something. But that's not the way you do it. You don't go, you don't go hunt down an opponent. 
uh, and say, oh, got to find out what's wrong with Joe Biden. I'm going to go send Rudy Giuliani to do it, the most high-profile prosecutor right. in the world uh, who, who's rattling everyone's cage. I don't want to go through that again, but I don't think Republicans are overdoing it. I think they, they can't believe how Democrats go into their way to keep them from finding out the truth. Devin Archer uh, spoke on, uh, on tape to Tucker Carlson, said a lot more than he did in those transcripts about what his son was up to, uh, Joe Biden's son was up to, and Joe Biden's role. Brian Kilmeade, uh, do you have an idea of what's in store for uh, One Nation on Saturday night yet? Well, I got the the wildly popular. Oh, don't um, tell me. Co-host quiz. Oh, oh, the co-host uh, quiz. Co-host I thought it was another Sid Rosenberg feature. It's back. It's captured the the imagination of a of a country, and then um, <laughs> we're going to have Kelly and Conway break down and preview the debate, and we also um, have part two of Dr. Jordan Peterson, where he talks about what he has found the key to happiness, and he's gone through depression in his life. He's now, this guy's a worldwide rock star. He's going to the Middle East. They've sold out a 55,000-seat stadium uh, in wow. water uh, for this guy. So listen to his, Dr. Jordan Peterson, fascinating guy. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's so great you'll, that you'll he hasn't that. been totally canceled yet because, uh, the, the you know, you talk about people. Oh, they that, tried. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, Brian Kilmeade, uh, catch him on Fox and Friends. Hear him on radio mid-mornings. And uh, be sure to watch him on One Nation every Saturday night. Brian, it is always a treat to talk with you. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. Got a big guy. Got Jimmy Fallon. Got Mark Thiessen, Governor Burgum, uh, David Brooks of the New York Times, Matt Whitaker, uh, all coming your way. So wow. it's going to be a great radio show, too. You know, David Brooks of the New York Times is not necessarily somebody that uh, that folks would consider a, a typical Brian Kilmeade guest. But you're having him on to talk about that column about how America got so mean, right? Yeah, he wrote a book about values, and I don't have to agree with everything someone says. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. And I appreciate his intellect, but I do think that he's become a Trump hater. Uh, And I'll ask him. I mean, for conservatives to hate Trump, that's fine. But to hate everything he's done is really anti-conservative. So uh, I'll look forward uh, to hearing that interview. That'll be, everything. Th- I'm so we'll talk about. I'm going to wake up early to hear that. To break, Frank. Brian, you want to get rid of me? Thank so you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll do 15 we'll seconds of time. Thank you, my friend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.